What's going on, Dorney's Vinyl Podcast listeners? Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dorney's Vinyl. This week we have an album podcast. Before I get into that, though, I just want to thank all of you guys for listening throughout this season three. This is episode 29 of 40, so we are getting near the three-quarter mark. Um, it's been It was a rocky start, but since, I think it was since December... Um, I've been releasing podcasts weekly, so staying on track, um, coming near here, near the end, less than a, just a couple months, less than three months left in the season. Um, I just wanted to thank all of you guys for listening. Um, it really means a lot to me to, to see how many people listen to my podcast. Um, this week's podcast is, is in a wildcard album, meaning that when I did the voting for season three, this one and got out pretty early, but this is just an album that I enjoyed, um, so I just wanted to do a podcast about it. I don't think it would have ever really gotten voted um, into a slot, so I just decided to do it anyway. This is Survivor's Vital Signs. So, a little bit of information about Survivor and, and the album. So, Survivor was formed in Chicago in 1978. The founding members of the band were Dave Bickler, Frankie Sullivan, Dennis Keith Johnson, Jim Peterick, and Gary Smith. They were active from 1978 to 1988, and then from 1993 till present, they are still active. They have, surprisingly, there's not much about them other than that they won a Grammy Award for Best Rock Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocal. That seems like a very long title for a Grammy Award but they won a Grammy, and they've released eight studio albums and 24 singles. Of their eight studio albums on the U.S. Billboard 200, they had five top 100 albums, two top 40, and one top 10. And on the U.K. albums chart, they had no charting albums. And then on the U.S. singles chart, they had eight top 40 hits, five top 10 hits, and one number one hit. And on the UK singles chart, they had two top 10 hits and one number one hit. So they were a little bit more successful in the singles chart than their album charts. So now the album, Vital Signs. It is Survivor's fifth studio album that was released on August 1st, 1984. So in 1983, Survivor released their fourth studio album, Caught in the Game, coming off of a number two album and a Grammy Award for their song, Eye of the Tiger. The album itself was a commercial disappointment, stalling at number 82 in the U.S. The band also suffered another setback when their lead singer, Dave Bickler, suffered vocal problems and was required to undergo an operation to remove their vocal, his vocal fold nodules, which is surprisingly what I what I think I read was a very it's actually a pretty common um, operation for for singers. The ailment unfortunately required rest, which Peterick and Sullivan were un- unable and unwilling to do, so they fired Bickler. That's very, very harsh. I hope he had insurance. In early 1984, J- Jimmy Jameson was brought on to replace Bickler, and the first song that they released, um, that Survivor released featuring Jameson as their lead vocalist, was eventually was the theme song to the film The Karate Kid. That summer, the band released the album Vital Signs, which peaked at number 16 in the U.S. Reviews and ratings of the album were mostly positive. Um, There weren't really any from 1984 that I could find, but a 2002 review, 
on the Daily Vault gave the album an A and said, quote, Survivor is also best known for recording some of the most beautiful ballads of the 1980s. The Search is Over is one of those great tunes. Often having a ballad sound like Journey, I always felt that Survivor was better than Journey, yet Survivor never did get the recognition they deserved, end quote. And then Mike DeGagne of All Music, who I think I've read his reviews before, only rated it 3 out of 5 stars. But he wrote, quote, Replacing singer Dave Bickler with former Cobra vocalist Jimmy Jameson paid off for Survivor. His high harmonies added to the group's well-maintained keyboard guitar style threw them into the ring with bands like Styx and Foreigner, end quote. And the album also ended up certifying platinum. So now the personnel on the album. So the band Survivor featured Jimmy Jameson on lead vocals, Jim Peterick on keyboards and backing vocals, Frankie Sullivan on guitars and backing vocals, Stefan Ellis on bass guitar, and Mark Droby on drums. So very pretty simple band, actually. And then the other personnel were Peter Wolf on synthesizers and orchestration on track four, Billy Lee Lewis on percussion, and Mickey Thomas on backing vocals. So now the track listing. So all of the tracks were written by Peterick and Sullivan. Track one is I Can't Hold Back. This was released as the first single off the album, and it peaked at number 13 in the U.S. and number 80 in the U.K. At the time, Peter and Sullivan's relationship was becoming strained, but they were able to set aside their differences during songwriting sessions. So Sullivan would come up with the guitar riffs for the songs, and Peterick would form the melodies and write most of the lyrics. After Sullivan came up with a riff for this song, Peterick sang the first line, and then Sullivan came up with the next line, so they were very collaborative in their songwriting. The song and music video for this song also received significant airplay on MTV, which helped help it rise to number 13 in the U.S. Track 2 of the album is High On You. It was released as the second single off the album, peaking at number 8 in the U.S. About the song, Peterick said, and this is a long one, quote, This is one song that's not brain surgery. It came from a jam. A lot of great songs come from jam sessions. I remember sound checks with Survivor in the Ides of March, and there's no better place to start a jam than on stage. Everything is mic'd up, you're in a good mood, the lights come on, the audience isn't there yet, and you start jamming. High on You was similar to that, only it started in rehearsal. Frankie started jamming on this really great guitar riff, I started laying my right hand on the keyboard and coming up with that very sing-song melody. And lyrically about the song, Peterick added, quote, I've had that title ever since the CBS convention in 1977 when Sly Stone of Sly and the Family Stone, there were rumors of him being strung out on drugs. He bolts on stage all cleaned up and says, I want you to know, people, I am high on you. Everybody applauded. There's a title if I ever heard one. So I guess indirectly he inspired that song, end quote. What a, what a, um, what a story about it to come up with a, just a title of a song. Track three is First Night, which was released as the fourth single off the album, and it just missed the top 40, peaking at number 53 in the U.S. And then track four, we have The Ballad, The Search Is Over. It was released as the third single off the album and was the best charting single on the album, peaking at number four in the U.S. That's incredible. 
It was so about the song Peterick said, quote, it wasn't about my my life as much as a friend of mine who had a girlfriend, really a play pal throughout their growing up years, and never thought it could be anything more than that. It was looking him straight in the face that this was the girl of his destiny, and he looked everywhere to find that dream girl only to come back to the sandbox, end quote. And also, so there have also been numerous cover versions released of this song. Um, most of them were by artists that I haven't heard of before. But the song was also featured in the Broadway musical Rock of Ages, which essentially is what's called a jukebox musical, which is just a musical that takes um, just a lot of famous songs or popular songs already. Uh, Mamma Mia is another jukebox musical. Um, technically, Bad Out of Hell, the musical is a jukebox musical. But uh, Rock of Ages features songs by like Journey. Um, I wish I knew more songs in Rock of Ages. Journey's the only one that I can think of right now. I want to say White Snake, um, and just just like bands like Def Leppard. I would assume Def Leppard has a song, although Rock of Ages isn't in that musical. Anyway, back to Survivor. Track five is Broken Promises. Track six is Popular Girl. Track seven, Everlasting. Track eight, It's the Singer, Not the Song. And track nine, I See You and Everyone. I could not find any information about the last five tracks. So that is the first little half of this podcast. That's the informational half. I'm going to take a short little break here and get into the more fun half, which is me talking about music that I don't know what I'm talking about. So stay tuned for that. All right, I am back after that short little break, and I am talking about my opinions for Survivor's Vital Signs. I will get into my song ranking and I'll give my album scores and the total score. But before I get into that, I'm going to just talk why I picked this for a wild card. So first off, my first, um, I guess, experience with Survivor was obviously, as everyone else's, Eye of the Tiger. Um, Eye of the Tiger from the Rocky. That's where I heard it from, the Rocky movies, Rocky 3, Rocky 4. Um, so I was a huge fan of Survivor. And then when I first started um, like collecting records. I started with a few framed ones that I wanted for my wall. And then I was like, uh, and then I got a record player and I was like, I guess I need to start collecting records and, and listening to records. Survival Vital Signs was one of the first ones that I had. Um, I got it because I was like, oh, I know Survivor. Um, and I, I think I know these songs. And then I listened to it and I was like, I know almost all of these songs. Um, if not all of them, most of them. So that's why I picked Survivor Vital Signs. So getting into it now, at number nine, I have, surprisingly, The Search is Over. I don't know. I just didn't like this song. Um, you know, and, and like I said, like I liked how we were finally getting a ballad on track four, um, but it really wasn't that strong of a ballad, in my opinion. Um, I thought it had, like, the lyrics were, like, too corny for a ballad. Um, the one I had was, I was living for a dream, loving for a moment, taking on the world that was just my style now i look into your eyes i can see forever the search is over you were with me all the while like i get it it's sweet but i thought it was also corny um i liked the tempo and and the lyrics um on the part after the second chorus um it had a different you know the one with like it had a different sound um to it so i liked that part but otherwise that was my number nine Number eight, I have Popular Girl. Um, 
And I said, you know, they have really good intros to their songs, I think, in my opinion. Um, it was There was a really nice combination of the piano and the guitar. The topics of their songs, like, when you listen to them, they're so simple, but Survivor makes them sound so interesting. Like, we, I had, she's getting what she wants, she's a popular girl, setting those hearts on fire, everybody wants to be part of her world, she's a popular girl. That's the lyric I pointed to. And I liked the use of background vocals in this song. I thought those were really nice. At number seven, then, I have the next song, Everlasting. Um, so for this one, I thought it, it had like another appealing guitar intro to it. And then it went into the piano only when the lyrics started. Um, this was a very nice change of pace song. Um, I liked how it had that, that A-A-B... CCB rhyming scheme on their verses. And I liked how the chorus kept fo- kept like the same kind of sounding tone to the, to the rest of the song. They and this one had another great use of what I call the wow factor guitar riff. Kind of like the one that doesn't sound like the rest of the song, but it's it's kind of there to be like the wow factor. I I, I basically just explained it using the same words. So, sorry if I didn't explain anything. And then my favorite lyric for this one was, On this first night we are one, kindred spirits on the run, taking hold of our destiny. And then I think, you know, because this was track seven, I believe, I think I've underappreciated the drums on the album so far. Like, the drums were, were, were really, actually, were really incredible. But then at number six, moving on, I have High On You. So another surprising, I think, that I had this one so low on my, on my list. Um, it had another great instrumental beginning, I think. Um, and Survivor has really good bridges and pre-choruses. Um, you know, the lyric I pointed to was, I know I'm getting hooked on your love, take, taken to myself, running in the heat, begging for your touch in the middle of the street. And then I like the sound of the, I think, I'm pretty sure it was a synthesizer on this one. I don't know. Maybe it was just a piano. Maybe they just have really good sounding pianos. And the guitar, even though it was used pretty sparingly in this song, I think, like, so far, there was none of that wow factor guitar riff. It keeps it keeps a really good rhythm. Like, he has a really appealing and intriguing, uh, like, rhythm guitar. And what, and, like, the what the song is about, like, fits the vocal tone so well, I think. Like, his, his lyrics, like, he just, he just does a really good job. Or the vocally. And at number five, I have Broken Promises. So, I really, I really like the tone of this song. Um... I can't explain it, but the song, like, like it sounds like it's about broken promises, like, like instrumentally and vocally, it just sounds like broken promises, and it's following a song about the search being over. I just thought that was so funny, um, and then I think overall, I think the first lyric's probably my favorite. Um, Summer and smoke, diamonds and dust, go where you will, do what you must. The promise was made, your word was enough. Um, that was that was I thought that was a really great lyric. And I like the use of the wow factor guitar riff on this one. I think sometimes I get sick of like the wow factor guitars on albums because every song has one. But this one, when like when used right, it adds a lot. And I think this was the first song that had that wow factor riff. And I liked how after the riff, there was also that short piano s- segment before getting into the final chorus. I like that. I like this song. At number four... I have I See You and Everyone, the last song, the last song on, on the album. 
So it's not the perfect tone for the ending song for me. You know, I'm very picky about my ending songs. Um, but at least, like, it, it is slowed down a little bit from the rest of the album. And and I thought, like, the lyrics wrapped up the album really well, too. So the one I, I liked was, Day by day, I watch the memories slip away, and traces of reality come back to me. Then I see your face somewhere in a distant place. The fantasy has gone too far. I close my eyes, and there you are. I did not say that with the right rhythm or tempo at all. But that's was my favorite lyric. And I liked... What again sounded like a synthesizer instrumental before the final chorus of the sh- of the song, and then of course it had to end with that wow factor guitar riff that I liked. Um, that, that that I liked how they used on this album. At number three, I have it's the singer, not the song. So I really like the lyrics of the song, and my assumption is that it's like a personal experience song. With um, it's just another summer. You hear a different drummer. You're looking for a way to check out from this grind. You wrestle with temptation. Your job is sheer frustration because there's a lifetime chance you've yet to find. Um, I just, I really like the lyrics to this whole song. I like the instrumental part that comes after the, um, again, incredible wow factor guitar riff. Um, And this album, like, I I know this this was track eight and this is track three uh, or my number three. But the album just feels like a band to me. Like, everybody's working together. Everyone's complimenting each other. Nobody's trying to reach out and be the song star. Like, the vocalist isn't trying to do crazy things with their voice. The, the guitarist isn't trying to be... Is, isn't trying to outshine with the guitar riff. Um, and I really think... I really think this album does a really good job of it. And, this, and Survivor does a really good, good job of, of pulling everybody together and working as a team. At number two, I have First Night. And then, I, you know, I really liked how this one didn't have, like, that instrumental opening. Like, it just got right into the lyrics, right into the piano um, immediately. There was no in, in, in introduction whatsoever. And then, like, you know, you have this, this kind of soft opening. And then, like, the tempo and the tone just explodes after the first verse into the chorus. And they have really strong lyrics um, and, and especially the chorus, so I have, And this night shall be the first night, and first nights were made for love. I can taste the action in the air tonight. Hearts are pounding as the sparks ignite. Um, and I said again, we're on track three, but they're going for rhythm over the wow factor at this point. And then I liked how the second chorus, after the second chorus, um, it slows down like the song is ending. Like it sounds like it, it, it basically is the first verse over again. And then it just explodes into that tempo again. Oh, I love that part. That was just a great part of the song. And then obviously at number one, I have I Can't Hold Back. Um, I liked the, the, you know, the, the piano and then the guitar intro- introduction to the song. Um, so far, like, you know, being the first track, the vocals sound, they sounded unique. But at the same time, they sounded like 80s rock. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. Like they it, it, and again it, like it, it, this this album like they gave me that foreigner journey, REO sticks vibe, uh, but at the same time they had their own unique sound. Um, I liked the build up once the drums started in this song. Um, my favorite lyrics were, "Can you feel me tremble when we touch? Can you feel the hand of fate reaching out to both of us? This love affair can't wait." And then the song I think does a really good job, and this whole album 
does a really good job of knowing when to use instrumentals, like when to use which instrument. Um, because they took that break after the chorus for two lines. Um, but they really know what they're doing. Um, I think this is a really underrated song, in my opinion. I really think that this... I, I don't think I've ever heard this song on the radio. I really think it should. It's a great song. And I think my first or, or the experience I have the most with this song is that it, it, it when it was used in Paul Blart Mall Cop. I think that was, that was probably my favorite... Um, song in that movie or part of that movie with this song and it's just a great song so now getting into my album scores so lyrically I gave this one an 8 out of 10 um, I pointed to lyrically I can't hold back it's the singer not the song and broken promises I thought they had really good lyrics vocally I gave this one a 7.5 um, they were strong but not too strong first night high on you and I can't hold back were the ones with great lyrics or great vocals Instrumentally, I gave this one an 8. Um, I pointed to so Everlasting, Broken Promises, I Can't Hold Back, and I See You in Everyone. On the US chart, I gave it a 5. Uh, or no, I didn't give it a 5. It scored a 5 for being a number 16 album on the chart. UK chart, it unfortunately got 0, which unfortunately really hurt the score. Singles, it scored a 9 out of 10, surprisingly. Um, it had a number 4 a number 8, and a number 13. 9 out of 10 is one of the highest for the singles portion of of this scoring. And album cover, I gave it, gave it an 8, because it, it had um, the V and kind of the techno feel to it. So overall, it scores a 69 out of 100. Unfortunately, one of the lower scores, um, unfortunately being dragged down by that UK chart. But overall, I thought it was a great album. I really like this album. And the scores don't necessarily um, fully depict how I feel about the album. So thank you guys for listening. That's all I have about for Survivor Vital, si Vital Signs. We're coming near the end of, of Season 3. Um, if you're not already, follow me on Instagram. And next week's podcast will be a game of categories. So we'll see how that goes featuring guest starring my wife. So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys for listening.